We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The Word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the Word of faith which we preach. He says you don't have to bring Jesus back with that anointing that he had when he walked the Sea of Galilee. Now he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And now he said, the Word is nigh thee. The Word is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and in your heart. That is the Word of faith which we preach. The Word of promise. Go to the Word. Find the promise for it. Put it in your mouth and speak it and get it in your heart. And then you don't have to have Jesus to come back because God sent his Word and healed them and delivered them. He sent his Word and did it. Since he's seated at the right hand of the Father, now his word is doing the work of Jesus on this earth through the hearts of men. Authority, faith, and the anointing. In 2 Kings, the fourth chapter, let me share with you something here in the Old Testament. The Shunammite woman built a little prophet's chamber for Elisha. When he'd come by, well, he could go in and stay there. He prophesied to her she'd have a child. And sure enough, it happened just exactly like he said. She had a child. And then it came on a certain day that he was out in the field after he'd grown up. He had evidently heat stroke. They carried him to the house. He sat on his mother's knee until noon and he died. She took that child and she laid him on the prophet's bed. Now I want you to notice something here. The anointing of God is transmittable. The Apostle Paul in the 19th chapter of Acts, it says that there were taken handkerchiefs and aprons from his body and they were surcharged with the anointing of God and when they were put upon the sick, it caused demons to go out of them if they're possessed of demons and caused sickness and disease to depart from them. Now, how this woman knew about this, I don't know. I don't see anything in the Old Testament talking about it. But yet, this woman had the wisdom of God. When the child died, she didn't even tell her husband. She carried the child upstairs, laid him on the prophet's bed because the prophet had been sleeping on them sheets. And then she rode to the prophet of God. And her husband said, why are you going? It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. She said, all shall be well. Now notice, she didn't even tell her husband the child's dead. She rode to the prophet of God. When she got down there, Elisha said, there comes the Shunammite. Sent Gehazi out there, said, go ask her, is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? You know what she said? All is well. Now what are you going to do with a woman like that? <laughs> she had faith in the anointing of God. She had faith in the anointing. The reason she laid that child on that prophet's bed, she knew that prophet was anointed of God. She wanted that child on those anointed sheets. And then, of course, he sent Gehazi up there with his mantle to lay upon the child. The child didn't come to life. And Elisha went up there and stretched himself upon the child two or three times, walked back and forth through the house. And then the child sneezed seven times and rose up. Now, the anointing of God was transmitted to that child. This woman had faith in that anointing. The body gave him authority. 
the anointing was upon him because the prophet was anointed of God. Now, it wasn't the child's faith because he was dead. It was the woman's faith actually got him raised from the dead. Because if it had been most people, they'd have got mad at God and said, well, God gave me a child and he took him. No, God didn't took him. The devil took him. And there's a lot of people that's mad at God because of that, because they don't understand that it's the devil that steals, kills, and destroys, and not God. We find that Elisha, in 2 Kings, the 13th chapter, you find that Elisha died, and he had been buried in a cave, and the army invaded the land, the coming end of the new year, and there were some soldiers carrying a dead man that had been killed in the war. They carried him out to bury him, and they run upon a band of soldiers coming over the hill. And they said, man, we've got to get rid of this. We can't run carrying this body. So they just dumped him in the tomb, in the cave, slid him down in there. Evidently, there's a hole in there. Just slid him down in there. This man that's dead now, he slides down in there and touches the bones of Elisha that's been dead over a year. I mean, the flesh has gone off. Nothing but bones in there. When he touches Elisha's bones, he stands up on his feet in the race is on, man. I mean, here goes two guys and one running behind them, but the two in front are running faster. <laughs> there was enough anointing in that old prophet's bones to raise the dead. To raise a man from the dead. Still residing in his bones. The anointing of God is transmittable. Sometimes it's transmittable by the spoken word of God. In the ninth chapter of Acts, you find that the apostle Peter went down to the saints that dwelled in Lydda. There he found Aeneas. Been that way, bed fast for years. And Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. The old boy just gathered up his bed and goes home. I mean, been that way eight years. The authority of the spoken word spoken with such faith until it bypassed the man's intellect, penetrated into his spirit, and transferred the anointing of God to the man, and he just rose up and gathered up his bed and went home. Now that's powerful. That's the anointing of God, transmitted by the spoken word. He didn't lay hands on him. He didn't pray for him. In fact, if you study the New Testament... You're going to be hard put to find where they ever prayed for the sick. Now, it's legal to pray for the sick. Scripture will pray for the sick. James says, prayer of faith shall save the sick. Anoint them with all. Prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise them up. But they just spoke the word over them many times. Peter at the gate, the man at the gate, beautiful. He didn't pray for him. He just said, silver and gold have I none, such as I have give I you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Grabbed him by the hand. And the old boy jumped up and started leaping and praising God. The anointing of God transmittable by the spoken word and by the laying on of hands and by cloth as found in the 19th chapter of Acts. So what we need to realize is the fact that God has many ways of bringing the power of God into manifestation in your life. Don't limit God. Don't limit him. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister through you. Paul in the 14th chapter of Acts. I think we mentioned this in one of the other sessions, but he's preaching the gospel. And there was a man there that was crippled. Never walked a step in all of his life. Been that way from his mother's womb. 
And Paul walking back and forth preaching and the Spirit of God revealed to him that the man had faith to be healed. That he had faith to be healed. Now, you know, you'd think if a man had faith to be healed that he'd be healed. But he wasn't. Still crippled. So Paul just hollered with a loud voice, said, Stand upright on your feet. The old boy leaped and walked. See, he jumped up before he knew he couldn't do it. Now, if Paul said, Now, if you think we'd stand you up and stretch your legs out and say a little prayer over you, maybe you could walk. Well, the old boy said, Why, no, I've never walked in my life. Don't even know how to walk. Can't even balance myself. But see, by the anointing, by the authority of Paul's voice, there was such authority in his voice speaking the word of faith. Stand upright on your feet. It bypassed his intellect. It penetrated his spirit. You know the man acted from his spirit. His head knew that he couldn't stand up. Paul knew that he couldn't stand up. Everybody around there knew he couldn't stand up. But he did because of the anointing of God. It sparked his faith. And he acted on it. See, Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. Spirit of God revealed it to him. So that proves that you could have faith and still not be healed. I had a lady come in the service one time in a ministry line. And I was laying hands on the sick. And I said to her before I laid hands on her, I said, Sister, make a faith statement. How's it going to be when I lay hands on you? Raise your hands up over your head and proclaim what's going to happen. See, I like for them to say it out of their own mouth. She said, well, I can't raise my hands, but it's about this high. I said, why not? She said, because this arthritis. Now, I just heard in my spirit. I heard these words come up in my spirit. Yes, she can in the name of Jesus. So I just said, yes, you can in the name of Jesus. Just touched her on the head. She said, well, praise the Lord. Her hands went straight over her head. Totally healed instantly because of that spoken word. Transferred the anointing and sparked her faith and she acted from her spirit. And she was healed. The anointing of God is transmittable by touch. That's why the laying on of hands was used in the Bible. Now, you see some people say, well, we just don't believe in the laying on of hands. You know, there's people that don't believe in a lot of things. There's a lot of churches that don't believe there's prophets today. I guess you could say they're non-profit corporations. <laughs> but you see, the laying on of hands was one of the six fundamental doctrines of Christ. See, when you lay on hands... For the purpose of getting the sick well, you're operating in the doctrine of Christ. Not having faith in your ability, or the person having faith in your ability, but in the anointing of God through you as you're obedient to the doctrine of Christ to bring healing. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Now before we leave the broadcast today, I want to mention the CD offer number 7108, Authority, Faith, and the Anointing. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. Authority, faith, and the anointing. In Matthew, the eighth chapter, we have an interesting story. 
In verse 5 it says, When Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goeth. To another come, and he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus had heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. I asked the Lord one time, I said, Why did this man have greater faith than all the covenant people, Israel, at that time? The gospel was the Jew first, then to the Gentile. And he said, because this man understood authority. Notice he said, I'm a man under authority. And if you're under authority, you have authority. He was a military man. And he said, I understand authority. If you understand authority, you can operate in the highest form of faith. That's why Jesus said, this is the greatest faith I've ever found in all of Israel. It was this man, and he was a Gentile. He didn't even come under the covenant at that time. Authority, faith, and the anointing. If you don't understand your authority, you'll never have strong faith. And if you're not anointed, you have to have the anointing to do the works of God. Jesus said, the works that I do shall ye do also, and greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my Father. And he said, if I go to the Father, the Holy Spirit will come, and he will teach you all things, guide you into all truth, and that anointing would abide in you. And that's the power force for doing the works that Jesus did. That's CD offer number 7108, Authority, Faith, and the Anointing. That's $8 plus $3 postage and handling. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.